This is the SVC Podcast. Once again, I'm Dan, the student pastor of our church and also host of the podcast. Today's message is from our senior pastor, Vic, and it's called Monday, May the 7th, which, if you're listening to this on podcast release day, was yesterday or maybe earlier this week or maybe last week or last month. The the idea isn't date-specific. The idea is to look at ways to wrap this faith thing, this church thing, this Jesus thing around the other 90% of our lives that aren't Sunday or aren't church-based. We hope you find this message encouraging, inspiring, maybe a little bit challenging as you take a look at your own week. And remember to stick around afterwards for a couple of important bits of podcast news that I want to share. All right, enough from me. Here's Vic. So then May the 7th, tomorrow, I think, is a day that is a unique day, and it's a day for us to treasure, I think, along the way. Tomorrow is going to be a day like no other. I'll have another go at this, Rihanna. There we go. So the psalmist says to us, this is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Tomorrow is going to be a unique day, a day to treasure. I think it's both inspiring, so inspiring, and yet so sobering in some ways to consider that tomorrow is the only May the 7th, 2018, that we'll ever get. We've probably had previous May the 7th, and we'll probably have future May the 7th, but tomorrow is only that day that we'll ever get. It's a day that God has given us. It's a day for us to treasure. And if we can live like it's a day to be treasured, like a day that God's given us, I think it will be different. I think in some ways it will be significant. So I think tomorrow is a unique day to treasure. Then as we move on with that thought and we develop it a little further, I think tomorrow is a day that God will be with us. The question is, will we notice or won't we notice along the way? That will be an important thing for us tomorrow to be thinking about along the way. I have this thing um, uh, um, around here, around the office, because obviously I work here at the church and other people work here at the church. And every now and then, as an introvert, when I've had a little bit too much of people or I've had a little too much time at the computer, I stand up and I say, I'm going out for a cigarette. <laughs> I'm going out for a cigarette, you know, kind of. And that's code for I'm going to sit on a little stool out on a narrow little deck there and hopefully it's going to be sunny and I'm going to recharge my batteries. And when I go out and have a cigarette, I think the smokers are the healthiest people in the the world because they're the only people who take breaks and they're the only people who have fresh air. They go and pollute pollute the air, but, but hey, what the heck. So I'm going out for a cigarette. I'm going out to in some way recharge. I am at home. I have... I have a bird feeder. Fran gave it to me for my birthday once. It's the most odd thing in a, in a sense because it's not like I'm ornithologically inspired or anything like that. But, and, and it's a, a tui feeder and, and every morning I get up and feed the local tuis. And um, every time I look, and these tuis, I, I let the dog in at the same time. The dog loves me, wags the tail. I've kind of got no time for the dog. I'm, I'm going to feed the tuis who don't love me. But they come and they take what I have to give. And I look at them and it gives me pleasure. And for, for the last four or five sermons that I've preached, I've had this picture in my slideshow and I haven't got to it because it's like I can't work out what the point of that is even though it gives me pleasure. So I'm sneaking it in here. And I'm kind of thinking, I wanted to show you my tuis. 
And why am I showing you the twoies with no point? Because I think that God is in that little pleasure as I kind of feed his little animals somewhere along the way. Just a little thing. Um, I've, I've st started surf casting this, this summer and just really enjoying that. And I was surf casting at, at Parkery Beach the other day um, and, and uh, the waves were choppy and all of a sudden out of nowhere a perfectly formed wave appeared in front of me. It was sort of a reasonably small one. It wasn't sort of a dangerous thing. And, and um, it was one of those waves that you see sometimes that you can actually see through and the water was really clear and it wasn't choppy, no foam, no anything like the rest were. And through this wave, a school of fish swam. Just like that. And then the wave closed over the fish and I never saw another, never saw another wave like that for the next hour or so. I caught a few of the fish. <laughs> I was pleased that I did that. And it was like, I, it, took, it gave me enormous pleasure to think only God and I saw that. You can picture it. You might have seen it for yourself once. But only God and I saw that. And I was like there in my May the 7th, Anzac Day, uh, obviously April the 25th, there was the presence of God was in my day. And I noticed it. And it made a difference in my life. I think it's an incredible thing to think that God is and will be in our day if we want to look. So Hebrews says, be content with what you have, for he has said, I will never leave you or forsake you. There is the sense that whether we're shopping, whether we're, you know, cutting children's lunches, whether we're, you know, kind of in a big, you know, business meeting, whether we're jumping on a plane to go to our dream destination or whatever it is, there is a sense where none of that matters. But the promise of God is that he's going to be there with us as we outwork our lives. Um, I, I love this. I've quoted this before, a part of a poem from I'm a guy, Ted Loder, who says, Oh God, gather you to be with me. Gather, sorry, gather me to be with you as you are with me. And it's that last line, I think, that's the thing. As you are with me, as you are with me. What a fantastic thing to be able to think of and say. So I think tomorrow is a day that God will be with us. I think tomorrow, May the 7th too, is a day for us to embrace. This is an exciting thing. Tomorrow, all we will have is May the 7th. May the 6th will be long gone by then. You know, whatever we've done, haven't done, is not really worth thinking about, particularly May the 8th is still a little way away. Um, you know, we trust that we will get there. We trust that, that, that um, you know, sort of no disaster will befall or anything like that. But on May the 7th, we will have what God has given us. Jesus talked about this a little when he said, give your entire attention to what God is doing right now and don't get worked up about what may or may not happen tomorrow. Ironically, I'm talking about tomorrow, but you get my point. God will help you deal with whatever hard things come up when the time comes. There is something about living in the day, living in the moment, living where God is, about embracing the things that he has, not being bound by our past and dictated to by our past, not even being bound by our future and where we're heading, but being present to where we are right now, being present to the moment and to embrace that opportunity, embrace that day, embracing the life that is inherent, never to be seen again in a day that God gives us, Monday, May the 7th. What else do I think about it? I think May the 7th is a day to make a difference. I really think that. I think we can be confident as we head into our tomorrow. might be mundane, might be just normal, just everyday life, that God has something for us somewhere in there. It probably won't be a big world changer if it's an average day. If, we, if, you know, if we've got a chance to you know, kind of really make a difference in the world because, because that's what our schedule is tomorrow, we may change the world you know, in a big way. 
But for most of us, tomorrow will be just another version of a day. But we can be confident that God has something for us tomorrow, I think, anyway. There's a great, um, there's a great scripture in Matthew 5.14, part of the Sermon on the Mount. You're here to be light, bringing out the God colors in the world. If, you, if you're more formal in terms of some of the translations that you read, it's, this is the, you know, you are the salt of the earth. You are the light of the world. This is tomorrow, wherever we are. We are those people. We will be those people. The opportunities, the day to make a difference will happen just because we're being those people. You know, externally, it may just be a smile. You know, it may be a, a making eye contact. It may be, you know, sort of a, a diffusing of attention, an opportunity that we can go do. It may, it may just come and it go just like that. It may be a phone call or a text to somebody that we're aware of, you know, maybe could do with that. It may be a random act of kindness. It, it could be all sorts of things. Internally, it may be a moment of peace at a time where normally you would feel stressed. It may be a stopping to smell the roses. It may be a way of connecting with God and remembering God in our day. What a great opportunity, May the 7th is, to make a difference in your life or in someone else's life. Most of you will have heard the starfish story of, you know, kind of um, hurling it back and saying, well, it's, a, it's sort of been around so long that everybody's heard it. I, I love this picture. This came out of the um, uh, Australian bush, Victorian bushfires of 2011, and it went viral, this picture of the, of the um, fireman in Australia sharing um, his drink with a koala in the, in the blackened bushes of Australia. And you kind of think, well, it made a difference to that koala. And there is an opportunity for us to make a difference, isn't there? There is an opportunity for us to in some way represent who and what Jesus is. May the 7th, what a treat. What an amazing thing that it could be. What about, else do I think about May the 7th? I think May the 7th is a day that we'll get an opportunity to grow in God. I think there's an invitation in that. I want to go sort of off-piste a little bit here because over the last um, three days, um, three of us, um, Kirk and Millie and myself and Makarita, have been down at a, a vineyard, um, Hui. Um, uh, so, so it feels like God's doing something within the vineyard in New Zealand and the whole bicultural area. And um, so two churches in particular have been pioneering this a little and and, it, and it, we, we've noticed it enough to sort of think that, that we need to take notice on a national um, level. And so just over the last um, few days, we've been on the Kapiti Coast and, and, and exploring those, you know, these ideas. Now, I don't know what it means for us as a you know, kind of a North Shore church and all of that, but, but it was important to be there. And um, I've been looking at this, um, at this picture. Um, Kotahitanga is, is sort of you know, one spirit in a way. And, and this idea of Jesus... Honging a Maori, and I'm not even sure if it's a man or a woman, but but honging, and you just know that that he never did that. You know that he never was here, and he was never able to do it. But I feel like in the process, there's an invitation to. It sort of blows my mind that if he was here, he would have done something like that. That he is here, and therefore he is doing something like that, obviously not naturally and physically, but, but is somehow drawing us together. May the 7th, in fact, any day will be a day when we get an opportunity to, to grow in God, to, to be wowed by God, to take some of those other things and to, and to end the day with a sense that, that we have been part of this incredible divine picture, that we are 
invited into on a daily basis. May the 7th is going to be a day like no other. It may well feel very ordinary indeed, but it's going to be a day like no other. So if you have a camera, which most of you do if you've got a smartphone, I want you to take it out. I want you to take a picture of this slide. And if you haven't got a camera, you've got a notebook, I want you to write this down. So grab your cameras. Just um, check your Facebook on the way through. Got any texts? Okay, just take it. Just take a picture of that slide. Rachel, you're taking a picture of me. That's, that's not... Uh, okay, you can take a picture of me if you must. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is what I want us to do. This is the examen, essentially. Oh, we'll leave it up. It's not focusing. <laughs> that's just aging eyes, isn't it? Or something. May the 7th. So this is what I reckon. This is what I want to ask you to do. This is your homework. So this is the examen. This is an ancient Christian practice. And this is the vineyard version of it. Gosh, you guys are obedient. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> How long does it take to take a picture? For those who are listening on the tape, you know, kind of. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll have we'll have it on a um, on our slideshow and our projector next week. Slides. So this is what I'm. This is what I reckon. What a magnificent thing! What a powerful thing! What a united thing it would be for all of us. And so the examen is sort of um, an end of a period moment, end of a day, end of a few hours, or something like that of just reflecting back. And so sort of the, in the US vineyard, it's just sort of been rewritten, not that it's any, any, you know, any more um, better than it's ever been, but this is just the words that they've come up with. To be still and to become aware of the presence of God, to give thanks and to review the day with gratitude, to reflect, to become aware of your emotions, to pray, to choose one feature of the day and pray, and to hope to look forward to the next day, May the 8th, with expectation because after May the 7th will come May the 8th and we'll do it again and God will give us the opportunity to make a difference and God will be present in our life and God will draw close and so tomorrow night the last thing that I do before I go to bed basically every night is I put the dog out and I feed the dog and I often stand there and I look at the stars and I do reflect and so tomorrow night I will be standing out you know whether it's 10.30 or 11 or 11.30 whatever time I go to bed and I will be doing the examen. And I would like to think that we as a congregation, you know, as our head hits the pillow, or as we're brushing our teeth, or as we take a moment or something like that, that we as a people could reflect back on May the 7th and that that would change our lives. Would you do that? Would that be a cool thing to do? I think that would be just an awesomely powerful thing to stand outside tomorrow night and to think our whole congregation is praying and reflecting on the day that God has given them and seen them through tough times or good times or glorious times or forgettable times or whatever it might be and seen them through to this moment where at the end of the day we could settle it. So let's stand and let's do this together now over our church. So let's stand. So I'm just going to lead you through a prayer and it's, 
It's going to be that prayer, essentially. So God, we choose to be still. It might be a good idea to close your eyes. Lord, we choose to be still and to become aware of your presence. And Lord, we give thanks. Lord, we, we just think about our church service tomorrow with, this morning sorry, with gratitude. Thank you for that worship team, for the, for the, the complicated process of putting together a, a sermon. Thank you for the person sitting next to me. Thank you for helping me come aside from the busyness of life. Thank you for those words of knowledge. Thank you for your embrace. Thank you for bringing my attention to tomorrow. And then we reflect, we become aware of our emotions, you know, kind of you're feeling awkward, you're feeling genuinely thankful. You're... How, are we, how are we feeling here? And then we pray, just choose one feature of the day or one feature of our service. And we just pray, just as led, pray for that person, pray for yourself. And then we hope, we look forward, we look forward I don't know, to coffee after church, to what we've got on this afternoon, to our tomorrow, to our service next week, service tonight maybe. We hope, we, we allow expectation to take us forward into whatever's next. And so, Lord, as we come to the end of our service, as we, as we in a sense, have maybe more than we would ever normally do in our following a sermon, something that we can actually go into with ideas for a specific moment, for a specific day. Lord, we pray that you would be with us. We pray for your guidance. We pray for your, for your safety. We pray for your wisdom. We pray for a sensitivity to hear your voice. We pray that we would know that you're there, even when it feels like you're not. Lord, we, we commit to you the state of our hearts, the state of our minds, Lord, we commit to you whether it's, whether it's summer or winter in our, in our spiritual life right now. We commit all those things to you and we lay before you May the 7th. And we trust you. We walk towards you. We invite you. We need you. And so we lay those things at your feet and ourselves at your feet. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the SVC podcast. And remember, if you want to get more messages from our church, you can subscribe to the podcast in iTunes. And while you're at it, we'd love it if you would leave us a review. Let us know how this podcast has helped you or ways you think we could make it better. It'd be awesome to hear from you. And also, if you are listening to this the week of release, I want to remind you this Sunday coming is Mother's Day, May 13th. And we would love to have you join us as a part of your weekend as we celebrate not only mums, but all the awesome mum types in all of our lives. And the week after that, Sunday, May 20th, we're going to be launching a brand new series called Is Like at both of our services. And the beginning of a new series is always one of the best times to head along to church in real life, maybe for the first time, or maybe invite someone along to church with you for the first time. If you are looking for more information on our services or you want directions to find us this weekend, go visit svc.org.nz, svc.org.nz. 
www.dot.nz. And until then, or until next time on the podcast, I'm Dan. Have a great week. <laughs>